0: Epiphanies, a show where I, Jessica, uh, make Natasha watch live action shows and vice versa. I love how inconsistent our intros are. That one was so bad I was laughing at it. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Keep it in. That's a wrap. Yeah, I'm not re-recording it. That was perfect. <laughs> Flawless. And this week, we I made Natasha watch Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. possibly the most- Iconic drama slash definitely a soap opera <laughs> that is still currently airing on TV. Jeez. Despite this pilot having come out in 2005. Yeah. And it's very 2005. Oh, yeah. I. Grey's Anatomy is a product of its time. Mm hmm. And a lot of its problems do come stem from that. But also. It hasn't gotten that much better. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love this show. I do. I could just drag it all day. Before we started recording, I was telling Jesse that for some reason, of all the things we've watched so far, I have way more notes for this show than anything else we've watched so far. And I don't know why, but I just have a lot of notes. I am so excited to hear like what specifically about this show has made you make notes. Because watching this pilot, I was like... Eh, It's a pilot of Grey's Anatomy because Grey's Anatomy gets so much weirder than this. Honestly, I think it's because, because of the format of the episode and because of how it's kind of just like like a soap opera, like just following a bunch of storylines. I wasn't sure from the beginning of the episode what the main through line of the episode was going to be. And I was like, I need to take notes so I remember what happens in this episode, because I don't know which of these things that are happening are going to be important. So I was taking a lot of notes because I was like, I don't, I'm not going to remember what happened. So do you want to start with what you kind of knew about Grey's Anatomy going into it? Uh yes sure I knew that it existed obviously everybody knows um I knew it was like a medical show I knew it is known for being very like dramatic and like over the top and I know that like most of the characters die at some point <laughs> and a lot of characters like almost die but then aren't dead. New question: uh, uh-huh. How many of the characters you've seen in this episode die? In this episode or, like, eventually? No, in this episode, how many of them... No, how many of the characters you met this episode die? Okay. I know that Meredith almost dies several times. I don't (laughs) know if she actually dies eventually. I know she's, like, in, like, a... There's, like, a lot of times where she should have died and doesn't. I don't think Christina dies only because you, you told me that she's still around now. I think she's the only one who's still on it. I'm assuming Izzy no. dies. Oh, she's not on it. <laughs> Meredith is the only one who's still on the show. Oh, uh, okay. That's uh, that's part of my notes is that <laughs> when this episode started and the first person we see is Meredith, I had the realization that I did think that Sandra O oh was the main character of this show <laughs> and that Christina and Meredith were the same person. And every time someone has <laughs> talked to me about this show and said either Christina or Meredith, I thought of Sandra O oh and I thought they were the same person. And I I really then realized when this started that that's not the case. No! (laughs) I think Meredith is one of those main characters who is the, like, least interesting person in their own show. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I could understand how you would have recognized a different character more than her, despite her being the main character. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, once I started watching it, I kind of remembered that I knew that the main character was a redhead and not Sandra Oh, but definitely going into it when you were like, we're going to watch Grey's Anatomy, I was like, oh yeah, the show where Sandra Oh is the main character. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so your guesses for who dies so far are Izzy. Okay, Izzy, just because, I don't know, I assume she dies because... I don't know anything about her, and so she probably dies. Also, spoilers, after I watched the first episode, I looked up George's actor because he kind of looked familiar, and then I did read that he died, so he dies, apparently. I don't think we can say spoilers for Grey's Anatomy for anything that happens, like, before season 10. If it okay. happened before season <laughs> 10, it is not a spoiler. <laughs> All right, so non-spoiler, George dies. Uh, I'm assuming, I'm hoping that the guy, that guy Alex dies. I didn't like him. Everyone hopes Alex dies. Derek, sexy Dr. Derek probably dies and it's really sad. I don't know. I assume everybody dies except for Meredith and Christina. Okay, your guesses were Izzy, George, and Derek. Yeah. I can tell you, you got two out of three. Ooh, okay. And I actually don't think anyone else who is important in the pilot dies. I could Mm. be wrong, but I think most of the rest of them are alive. That's good. I guess. Like, I think I don't you know. guessed everyone who does die. Okay, so George and either Izzy or Derek. Well, Derek. Okay. Also, yeah. that's technically season 13, so spoiler. Oh, spoilers. I, if you didn't know that Derek died, I have questions for you. I mean, I didn't. I'm assuming, is Derek one of the McSteamy or McDreamy? I know that that's a thing from Dre's. Is he one of those two? Derek is McDreamy. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so that's the other thing I knew about Grey is I knew that there were two guys called McSteamy and McDreamy. And I knew that apparently it's a very inaccurate portrayal of a hospital. That's all I know. (laughs) Welcome to every medical show ever. Fair. (laughs) Okay, you want to jump into the pilot episode? Oh, my first note is that the very first line of the episode is, The game. And it made me laugh because I was like, oh, you lost the game. (laughs) (laughs) which is so dumb. Uh anyways, yeah, there's a whole through line through this episode of Meredith being comparing being a surgeon to like being like playing a sport or being like in the game and you have to like win <laughs> and be the best at the sport of being a surgeon. That's like a theme. It comes yeah. up a few times. So it starts with that and then it cuts to Meredith naked waking up. She just had sex with this dude. She's going to be late for her job. She's like, yeah, we don't have to pretend that we like each other. I'm just going to go shower and and then you leave. And she, like, forgot his name. And then he's like, oh, my name's Derek. And he's all insulted. And he leaves. And clearly this guy's going to come back later in the episode. (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say spoilers for the pilot. Spoilers for what happens later in the pilot, this guy, Derek, comes back. Spoilers for this show's pilot that <laughs> 17 years ago. Yeah, speaking of 17 years ago, my next note was, wow, this looks like an old show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, like, the way it's filmed, the, like, I feel like older shows, and I think it's probably just, like, the technology of the time, and also kind of the the style or whatever, they're just, like faded the colors are more like not bright but also not dark because the way shows are now is colors are very like saturated but also everything is in shadow and you can't see anything it's like super dark or super saturated older shows are much more like there's less of those dark shadows where you literally can't see anything but all the colors are more just like soft (laughs) you know okay do you know what i mean I do. I, I feel, <laughs> I started like laughing because I was like, have you seen a Netflix show? Because some Netflix shows might as well be grayscale. Like they look mm. shitty as hell. But I do agree with you that shows nowadays tend to be like, I can't see the screen. Whereas Grey's Anatomy is just like less saturated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like it's just a very different style. And honestly, I don't know which one is better. I feel like the old style is better. Shows nowadays need to stop having so many dark shadows. You can't I see swear anything. shows today don't have lighting crews on them. I have no idea what's happening. It's like they don't bring lighting and then they're like, oh, we'll fix it all on post. And then post is just super saturating up the colors you can see, but not <laughs> the shadows, which is most of the screen. Not not important, but what I'm saying is just from, like, the way this is filmed and lighted, you can tell it's the older show. That was just really noticeable. Also, like, the way the characters are dressed and also the <laughs> way they talk <laughs> to each the other. Way they're dressed, they're literally wearing the most generic clothes. Like, they're not even particularly okay. 2000s. Not while they're in the hospital because they're basically just in scrubs. But the last, like, two minutes of the episode when they're leaving the hospital... If you see what the four of them are wearing, <laughs> like especially Izzy and George, it is so early 2000s. <laughs> As I was saying that, and you said like the end of the episode, I was like, oh yeah, what Izzy's mm-hmm. wearing is that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But obviously, for most of the episode, they're wearing scrubs and scrubs are scrubs. So yeah. The, yeah. Anyways, really off track. Point is, oh, then my next note was, oh, I thought Sandra O oh was the main character. <laughs> So then the show, basically the setup for the episode is that uh, it's Meredith's first day as a, uh, I don't know, I don't... Intern. An intern? Like she yeah. is, she went to medical school, she is, wants to be a surgeon, she already did her residency? No. no I don't okay. know what the order is. You go to medical school, technically internship is like kind of your last year of medical school and kind of your first year of residency. Okay. I'm not sure if that's a Canadian-American thing or if it's, like, uh, different medical shows portray in a different way kind of Mm -hmm. thing. So in this one, it's more like her first year of residency. She's an intern, so she's graduated medical school. This is, like, her first year in a hospital um, working. Mm -hmm. And then she has four years of residency until you can either become an attending or you can do a fellowship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Basically, it's her first day on the job as a s- doctor. That's that's the concept. And, her, and she's with a bunch of other interns, and their first shift is 48 hours, which, like, I knew that's how doctors worked, but also, god, that's insane. I could not imagine just being somewhere and, like, being, like, working for 48 hours. And, like, obviously, they, they have a place where they can sleep sometimes, but, like... I could never be a doctor. You have to wake up. I can't imagine doing a job that stressful for 48 hours right? in a row. Like, at least when people tell me, like, firefighters work 48 hours in a row. Firefighters arguably don't have very much to do if there's not a fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, why. no. It's wild. Anyways, so it's it, the whole episode is those first 48 hours and there's like every once in a while it'll cut to like a little title card of like hour 10, hour 12, whatever, and we're seeing what they're doing. And the main people we meet are, there's kind of four, so they're like the interns are in different groups working for different doctors, like they have a different like person who's in charge of them um so we have meredith who's the main character christina who's played by sandra oh who i thought was the main character and her whole thing is she's very like driven and she wants to prove herself and she really wants to be the first person to get to do a surgery and blah 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 she's very like "Mm, i'm gonna be a surgeon uh she's kind of like tough then there's izzy who is apparently a model and everyone is being super like they're like oh wow she's just (laughs) a model and i'm like She had the time to have a modeling career and become a doctor? Like, that's impressive. (laughs) Izzy has a really good speech in one episode where she's like, you know what? Fuck all of you. Yeah. You have student debt and I don't, so. Yeah, she's cool. I liked Izzy. Anyway, so she's the model. And then there's a guy called George who he's just very, like, dweeby and dorky and he wants to make friends and he's just kind of awkward and he the very first time we see him is whenever uh, everyone's like getting their scrubs on and getting ready and he goes up to Meredith and he's like oh you were at the like party we had the other night or whatever you were wearing like the black strappy dress and the heels and whatever (laughs) and I literally started writing, wow, casual sexism, because it was such a weird thing to just go up to this girl and be like, wow, you were wearing such a sexy dress, especially because Christina and Meredith had just been talking about how like, there aren't as many girl doctors and whatever. But then as soon as they look at George, like he's saying something weird, he's like, oh, now you think I'm gay. And I was like, (laughs) why is noticing a girl in a hot dress gay? I, I think it was, it's that thing where it's like straight men don't know brands kind of thing. Was, I guess? I was noticing your clothes and not your body. <laughs> yeah, it was a really weird interaction. Um, also... <laughs> Welcome to 2005. Fun fact, I googled, when I googled George's actor afterwards, his actor is gay. And part of the reason apparently he left the show was because he came out? So... I did not know that. According to Wikipedia... It was because his character didn't get enough screen time and also because he decided to come out as gay. That's what Wikipedia said. Oh, I'm so proud of him. (laughs) So then, so those are the kind of the four main interns we're following in the first episode. Uh, There's another guy called Alex we see a few times. He's basically just there to be an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) He is important to the show, I guess. Yeah. Well, he's in the pilot. He's just there to be an asshole. He, I think he's working under a different doctor, but we see him a couple times. Uh, then we meet the doctor that the four main characters are working under. They call her the Nazi because she's like really tough. Um, I think her real name is Dr. Bailey. Yeah. I think she's cool. She's a tough doctor who's like, I'm gonna whip y'all into shape. <laughs> Don't wake me up unless someone's dying. And then there's another guy whose name I did not catch, but he, is a surgeon, I guess. His whole plot line is about like, he's basically trying to torture George to teach the other interns to be good. Dr. Burke. (laughs) Dr. Burke. So he's there too. He's important. And, oh, and then there's Derek comes up later. But anyways, those are kind of the main characters we get in the episode. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of stuff happening. This is why I was taking so many notes. I was like, I don't know who's important. I feel like you've named almost everyone who's important. Yeah. And I would say the only other person who's important in this episode specifically is there is a girl named Katie, who the kind of the main medical drama happening in this episode is as as soon as their shift starts, they get a 15 year old girl named Katie is like airlifted into the hospital and she's having seizures and nobody knows why. And Meredith gets assigned as like, your job is to be Katie's doctor and keep an eye on her. And so her storyline is kind of the main medical storyline happening in the episode. Oh, I wrote that, like, this is such a stressful first shift. I cannot imagine having a job and your first shift is just like, do this, do that, people are dying, don't mess up, you have to make important life-threatening decisions. And, like, I get that they went to medical school and, like, have practiced all of this, but oh my gosh, I could not do this. I also, I really love the scene where, like, Katie is seizing and the nurse is like, you have to do something. And he's Mm -hmm. essentially, like, giving her instructions. He's like, you have to tell me to administer this drug. I can't Mm -hmm. do it myself. But that is what you have to do. Yeah. No, it's like. And again, I have no idea how accurate this show is to a real hospital. I don't know if (laughs) on your first day as an intern, they really are just being like, okay, go make sure you don't kill people. Bye. (laughs) I really hope not. I hope you have way more supervision. Yeah, I hope so. Because honestly, they're just running around making decisions and the doctors are being like, don't consult me unless your patient's literally dying. And it's like, oh my gosh, I hope that's not how it works. Oh, also like when the, Katie is seizing the, for the first time and they need to, like all the interns are like crowding around her and one of the doctors is like, administer, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, no, no, not that one, that one, or something like that. And I'm like, they're already making mistakes and you're just letting them do it? <laughs> Anyways, I okay, I have a ton of notes, but basically the main plot lines that happen in the episode are... Meredith having to be Katie's doctor, or, like, intern, whatever, Um, and at first, actually, you know what, I'll cover Meredith's plotline last, because it's kind of the most important. Izzy basically has a plotline about how she has to do a bunch of rectal exams, and she thinks <laughs> that the Nazi lady, Dr. Bailey, hates her, uh, and she keeps having to wake up Dr. Bailey to ask her questions, and her little, like, personal arc in the episode is that she, like, actually, I don't even remember how that resolves. I think she just wakes up Dr. Bailey again. I don't know. She has to like make decisions and and she's worried that Dr. Bailey doesn't like her she's kind of the least important plotline, I would say. Then there's George. George gets picked pretty early in the episode by Dr. Burke to be the one who gets to like assist on a surgery on their first shift. It's like kind of an honor or whatever. And it's what Christina really wants because Christina really wants to do a surgery. But George gets picked and then we get Dr. Bailey and Dr. Burke talking about like, why did you pick George? He's not very good. And Dr. Burke is like, no, I pick one intern to torture so that the other interns fall into line. (laughs) And it's like, Okay, interesting strategy. I hate Burke. <laughs> I actually kind of liked him in this episode, even though he was kind of mean. I don't know. Burke is okay for a very long time, and I understand liking him the pilot, but god I fucking hate him. Dang. Yeah, mainly his thing is, yeah, he he helped he George gets to help on a surgery, and while he's helping, all the other interns are, like, watching through, like, a glass window, and they're all betting on how, like, George is gonna mess up, (laughs) except for Meredith, because she's the good one, and she supports George, and she thinks George is gonna do good. (laughs) Um, But it turns out, George does good at first, but then he messes up, and he freaks out, and he, like, freezes up, and he can't do it. And so Dr. Burke has to step in. And also the way that scene was like presented, the way everyone was talking and the way the music was, it was, it literally was like, they were like, he was like doing a sport. He was like in a competition (laughs) and oh no, he failed. And I'm like, this person could have died. And the way you guys are all acting about it is as if like, oh no, he didn't get the basketball shot that he tried to do or something. It was weird. I don't know. And then they all start calling George 007 because the joke is that, like, he could have killed the person and 007 has license to kill. It was kind of a weird joke. I don't know. The thing about the 007 joke is, like, it pops up a few times in the first season and, like, a little bit into the other seasons. But not spoilers. Again, there's <laughs> is a very long show. The way George dies, the nickname 007 is, like, integral to... <laughs> Like them identifying him. What? (laughs) Basically he gets hit by a bus and he's completely unrecognizable and the way he like communicates to the doctors that it's him is he draws two zeros and a seven on I think Meredith's hand (laughs) and by that point they have not said that nickname in like literal years (laughs) and it's actually wilds me because i binged this show so i was Mm -hmm. like okay and then the second time i was watching it i was like they haven't said this in so long like does anyone who watched the show live remember this (laughs) that's such a throwback dang well yeah apparently (laughs) that's important he gets called 007 it's a thing and then, okay, so Christina's whole thing is that she really wants to get to do a surgery because she wants to, like, prove herself. And then it kind of ties into Meredith's story because Meredith is being the doctor for Katie. And then she finds out that Katie, Katie's, like, main doctor was this other guy, but he's not on the case anymore. Katie's new doctor is Dr. Shepard. Guess who Dr. Shepard is? It's Derek from the beginning. <laughs> and honestly, spoilers. I, okay, I have a really hard time recognizing actors faces if they don't have really defining features or if they're not an actor that I like know really well I'm like terrible when I'm watching a show there'll be a character that we see like early in the show or movie or whatever and then they come up later and I don't realize it's the same person I would not have realized that when she sees Mr. Dr. Shepard Derek again it was the same guy from the beginning (laughs) except that like I was expecting him to come back like I was so sure he was gonna come back so when she sees this doctor and she like has this look of shock and runs away from him. I was like, oh, it's the same guy from the beginning. Even though I swear he does not look the same. I even went back and looked at the, him at the beginning, and I don't know if it's that he looks different shirtless than with clothes on, or his hair was a little <laughs> bit more mussed up at the beginning. But he did not look the same to me, because <laughs> because as the doctor when she sees him in the hospital, he looks all suave and like, oh, I'm such a sexy doctor. But in the beginning when she's hooking up with him. And he like doesn't have a shirt on and his hair is all messed up. He looks so dorky. I d I I don't maybe this is just me. Okay, like I understand why you as a person would have a problem with this. Patrick Dempsey is an incredibly famous actor. He is arguably famous because of Grace, but like he is also famous separately from Grace. So for you to say, unless they're like a really famous actor. No, I didn't say a famous actor. I said an actor I know really well. Okay, I'm sorry. It's not the same thing. <laughs> no, it's really not. Uh, anyways, that's my little spiel about Derek. Yeah. Anyways, so Derek's there, and there's a whole thing about how she's like, we have to pretend we never had sex, and he's like, you took advantage of me. I was drunk and good looking. <laughs> and like what? Derek's flirting technique is so out of love field. Yeah, it's wild. And then she's, and then he like is literally about to like kiss her, and she's like, no, we can't. This is inappropriate. And I was like, yeah, it is inappropriate. Lay off, dude. So, anyways. That happens. Oh, I also have a note that just says, George has the face and vibe of a baby puppy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure they actually call him the puppy several times. He looks like a puppy. He looks, he's got such a little sad baby face. (laughs) This poor actor. No, I really liked him. Honestly, I think he was my favorite character. But he does look like a puppy. Oh, I also wrote that low-key, I think Christina and George would be a fun couple because they have a lot of banter (laughs) in this episode. And then a little bit later, I said, actually, Christina and Meredith would be a better couple. So that's my uh, ships for this episode, I guess. Uh, Alex, at one point, is being an asshole to a nurse, um, being like, I hate nurses. And then also he calls Meredith a nurse, and Meredith is really insulted. And on the one hand, like I get if you're a doctor... And also because, like, he's clearly doing it in a sexist way. Like, being like, oh, you're a woman, so you're a nurse. And, like, I so I get her being mad. But also I'm like, nurses are valid. <laughs> like, don't be an asshole to nurses either, Meredith. Like, don't be like, oh, I'm not a nurse. Like. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there is that vibe. But I do think it's more that he is calling her a nurse because she is a woman. Like, he yeah. knows full well she's a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, my, well, be nice to nurses. Yeah, nurses are great. Oh, we also get commercial breaks in this show. We get those like Faded Blacks commercial (laughs) breaks. So retro. Love it. Love it. (laughs) So retro. Oh, part of George's story is also that like he promises this one couple because the the husband is going to go into surgery and Dr. Burke is going to do the surgery and George is going to be like observing. And George promises the couple that the guy's going to be fine. And then the guy isn't fine. He dies in surgery. And Dr. Burke is really mad at George because he's like, you can't promise people that people will be fine because sometimes they're not fine, which is like valid, I guess. So George is really sad at the end of the episode, which is fair. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, gosh, there's so much in this episode. This is why I have so many notes. Okay. Katie, the girl who's having the seizures. Mr. Dr. Derek can't I don't know why I want to call him Mr. Derek. Dr. Shepard can't figure out why Katie's having seizures, and he tells all the interns that if they can figure it out, they can assist in the surgery that they'll have to do for her. Um, which like I like that he doesn't know why it's happening, but he's like, but definitely she will need surgery. <laughs> like, it could be anything not involving surgery. Like, how did you know if you don't know what it's going to be? Why did you know it would need surgery? Anyways. He's a surgeon. He does surgery. (laughs) Like, there's so many reasons people could have seizures that aren't, that you don't require surgery for. Anyways. Yeah. But whatever. He's like, she will clearly need a surgery. And if you figure out what's wrong, you can help with the surgery. And so Meredith and Christina decide to work together to try to figure it out because Meredith is like, I don't want to do the surgery with him because she doesn't want to spend time with him because they slept together and it's awkward. And Christina really wants to do a surgery. So Meredith is like, if you help me figure it out and we figure it out, you can do the surgery with Dr. Shepard. Christina's like, cool. Um, they they figure it out together. Basically, Katie fell doing rhythmic gymnastics and had an aneurysm and she needs surgery. Plot twist. <laughs> but then when Christina and Meredith tell Shef- Dr. Shepard this, Dr. Shepard is like, well, you guys can't both... Be in the surgery because there won't be enough room So Meredith you're gonna help me bye And Meredith doesn't say anything Doesn't say like no Christina should do it So Christina's mad because she's like Wow you told me I could do it but I can't So you're you know That's really underhanded of you And she's really mad because the other thing is that Meredith's mom was a famous doctor Or surgeon or whatever So Christina's like wow like you only got into medical school Because your mom was, a fa- was famous And you only get to do the surgery Because you slept with the doctor and she's mad. And it was sad because Meredith and Christina is my new ship and I'm sad that they were fighting. <laughs> um, so then Meredith asks Dr. Shepard if the reason that they did, the, like, he wanted her to do the surgery is because they slept together. And he's like, no, it's because, like, Katie is your patient and you figured it out. Well, first, okay, first he says yes. <laughs> and she's like, what? And he's like, no, I'm kidding. It's because Katie is your patient, which like fair. So Meredith gets to help with the surgery. Also, again, while they're doing the surgery, there's like really like hardcore music playing and the way like, and it's like all like Derek and, and Meredith, like having like dramatic eye contact and smiling at each other. And I'm like, this is such a weird way to present surgery. <laughs> it's like, they're like having a fun time. And I don't know. I just, the vibe is so weird. You know that surgeons actually do play music. I know, but that like... That's the vibe. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It just... I don't know. It's just very upbeat. <laughs> okay. So Meredith is there for the surgery. Oh, and then that dramatic voiceover from the beginning where Meredith is talking about being a surgeon and how sur- being a surgeon is like sports. Um, It comes back at the end. Uh, and then she's talking to Derek later. She's talking about how it's such a high to be doing surgery. And then she and Christina make up. And it's the end of their 48 hour shift and everybody gets to go home. And also, this is so minor, but as the four of them are leaving Izzy, Christina, Meredith and George, Christina's carrying a motorcycle helmet. And I really hope we get to see Sandra Oh on a motorcycle in the show. You do? I really like her. I really like Sandra Oh. I've really mostly only seen her in Killing Eve, but I really liked her in Killing Eve. So I was very (laughs) Team Christina in this episode. And then the very end of the episode is Meredith talking to her mom. So it turns out that the voiceover was her talking to her mom. Turns out her mom is in some sort of like care home and either has dementia or amnesia or something. She doesn't remember who Meredith is. She doesn't remember being a doctor. She's just, yeah, she has no memory of her past. But Meredith is like, I'm going to be a surgeon just like you, mom that's the end of the episode also the place that her mom is in is incredibly fancy it looks like they're in some sort of victorian mansion i don't know where they're supposed to be but that's where the episode ends and that is the first episode of Grey's anatomy yay (laughs) um yeah her mom has alzheimer's and like i agree that care home is fancy but also her mom was a famous doctor she can afford it (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Oh, oh, also the other tiny thing that gets mentioned at the very end, uh, because Meredith has moved into her mom's old house and Meredith is telling her mom, like, I decided not to sell the house. I'm going to live there, but I'm going to need some roommates. And I'm assuming that the four main characters we see in this episode, or at least George, because he was talking about how he needed to move out of his mom's house, become her roommates. That's my guess about what's going to (laughs) happen. Izzy and George become her roommates. Nice. And for a time, Alex lives there, but... Alex doesn't deserve to live there. <laughs> Alex is terrible. <laughs> Alex's whole plot line in this episode is about how he's just an asshole and almost gets someone killed because he thinks he's better than everybody. Okay, I fucking hate Alex. I hate him <laughs> a lot. But the thing about Alex is... So I started watching Grey's, Um, A friend of mine, Sarah, w- watched Grays for like a very long time. Mm -hmm. so when i was first starting watching the show and i was texting her and i was like i hate alex i hate this man he sucks Mm -hmm. and she was like no we love alex you just have to like give him time to grow and Mm -hmm. alex is infuriating like the way you write (laughs) alex's character not even alex as a person although fuck him (laughs) But the way they, like, write Alex is infuriating because he gets an amazing character arc. Like, Uh he really redeems himself and Mm -hmm. becomes, like, an upstanding, wonderful man. Like, his wife and him have the best relationship. They are so good together. Mm -hmm. And then they just, like, completely fuck the whole thing up. Like, there's a plot line where he, like attacks another doctor and like really fucks him up and it's very bad and the guy drops the charges and I'm like he shouldn't like don't Uh, like okay and then the way alex leaves the show is he writes his wife a letter and is like yeah i'm divorcing you to be with izzy because i saw her and she had my children from the eggs she froze and now i have to go be a good father and i'm like what you haven't (laughs) seen this woman in 10 years you are happily married what the fuck is wrong with you anyways i hate him i hate him Wow interesting okay well Yeah, didn't like him from the pilot either, so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna have you guess what happens in Grey's Anatomy because it's a medical drama and everything happens. Yeah, I'm guessing every episode they have to solve a medical mystery. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing a lot of people die. Yeah. I'm guessing, well, I was guessing that some or all of the main people became her roommates, which apparently happens. Mm -hmm. Guess, okay, guess a tragedy that occurs in the hospital. (laughs) If hospital catches on fire, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it explodes at some point, and that must be a fire. Dang. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure there is an earthquake. There's a Mm. shooting. There is – I mean, there's a plane crash. That's not in the hospital, but there's a plane crash. Dang. Okay. So, we have to, like, guess the person's favorites. Grey's Anatomy is one of those shows where I like the later characters better, mm. but guess my favorite character who is in this episode. Oh, man. Um, Izzy? No, I don't like Izzy. Oh, oh I really don't know. I mean, my favorites were definitely George and Christina. I don't know <laughs> if either of those are your favorites. No, also fuck George. Uh, oh, well, I he, I really don't know that much about him. I liked him in this episode because he seemed like a sad puppy. <laughs> Okay, almost no man in Grey's Anatomy can pass for anything. They all suck. (laughs) The only person I'm willing to give a pass to is Link. (laughs) Everyone else is terrible. George, (laughs) like, so closely, so narrowly isn't on my shit list. (laughs) Just because, like, the way he is portrayed and acted is, like, so pathetic that he Mm -hmm. just seems, like, sweet and innocent. But Mm. then if you, like, remove him... From that persona. Mm-hmm. And you remember he is a man who <laughs> cheated on his wife. Damn. And he sleeps with Meredith, even though he like knows she doesn't really want to sleep with him in the moment. And I'm like, that was a shitty thing to do. Yeah, that's not cool. It's not cool. Like The way it's played is weird, too. Because they're like, Meredith took advantage of George. And like yes, she kind of did. And... But, like, George also took advantage of the situation, too. Like, it's a crappy situation all around. (laughs) Like, they both knew they didn't want to, like, the other person was in a different situation. Neither of them should have done it. Fair. But, like, George is on my shit list for objective reasons. But, like, when I watch the show, I don't hate George, if that makes sense. Fair. Okay, so it's not George, it's not Christina, it's not Izzy. I doubt it's Meredith because she's—I feel like she's just kind of boring main character syndrome. Yep. Is it Derek? No, you said all men are on your shit list. It's not Derek. Is it Doctor <laughs> Bailey? It's, yes, it's Doctor. Okay, I was like, who else is even in the episode who would not be terrible? <laughs> I did like Doctor Bailey. I did Dr. like Doctor Bailey. Bailey is an icon. She's not in the pilot very much, but um, mm-hmm. she is still on the show, as far as I know. Nice. Yeah, Dr. Bailey is amazing, and I love her. Nice. Every man on the show is a piece of genuine, utter trash. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Derek, just for being an annoying sack of shit, Mm. and being, like, really weird and aggressive as, like, literally Meredith's boss. Yeah. Um, We have problems with Derek. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of times, like... Later on in the series, where Derek and Meredith are having an argument, and I am fully on Derek's side. Mm. (laughs) The amount of times Meredith is like, No, like, you can't take that job in another city because, like, my life is here and my career is here, and I shouldn't have to move for you. And I'm like, You are an attending. At a random hospital in Seattle. And Derek wants to go teach at Harvard. You can get a job as a doctor at a different hospital in Boston. Also, like, I agree. You shouldn't have to move for him. But he shouldn't have to give up his dreams for you either. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of arguments that she wins that I'm like... And this is also why, like, the reason Derek dies is um the like showrunner has said like when Patrick Dempsey wanted to leave the show we considered like writing something else and not having him die but the fantasy of the show is like this is your true love and having them get divorced would ruin that and I'm like by the point of the show where Derek dies they should be divorced like like, they can't communicate Derek is like living in a different city at that point dang they should not be together (laughs) anymore (laughs) And there are a lot of people who are like, when Derek died, like, that is when I stopped watching the show. Which is weird to me because there's a lot of other points you could stop watching the show. But uh, honestly, Derek dying breathes like new life into the show. (laughs) Because the show for years has been mired in like Derek and Meredith's like marital drama. And it's just boring. (laughs) And then he dies and we get. Meredith trying to deal with his death. We get Meredith trying to move on. We get all these things that actually are interesting happening all over again. Anyways, I really support the decision to kill Derek. I think it was a great move for the show. Yeah, I didn't love him in this episode either. Who else do we hate who's in the show? Dr. Burke we hate for being an abusive piece of shit. Fair. And I believe the only reason he gets less Because when I first watched the show, I didn't hate him as much as when I rewatched the show. Mm. And the main reason for that is because between Christina's two love interests, Mm -hmm. Owen is worse. (laughs) (laughs) I hate Owen with a fiery passion. Owen (laughs) is like. Owen is the man where if he was not on a TV show as a love interest, he Mm -hmm. wouldn't be physically abusive. Like, Mm. the man is not. Like, oh, I hate him. I really hate him. But Burke (laughs) is, like, so emotionally manipulative and, like, terrible to Christina. And, like, I don't know. Like, the first time I watched the show, I was like, okay, like, maybe he kind of has a point. Like, Christina's, like, is kind of closed off and, like, doesn't want to, like, move on with their relationship. And he just, like, wants to be close to his girlfriend. And then, uh, like, rewatching it, it's like, No, he's straight up bullying her. Like, she's not ready. And he's basically saying, if you don't move in with me, I'm going to break up with you. If you don't want to get married, I'm going to break up with you. And then he leaves her at the altar. And I'm like, this was your fucking idea. (laughs) What the heck? Rude. Christina deserves better. Uh, Also, very disappointed to learn that Christina is not a lesbian. I didn't really think she would be, but I wanted her to be. (laughs) Hi everyone! It is us from the future, ending this episode of Grey's Anatomy early because well, I could talk about Grey's for literally forever. <laughs> it's true. It's very true, and I didn't want to cut a lot of this because I think it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, this is the end of part one. Yeah, I hope you uh, enjoyed it. I don't know what point Jesse chose to cut it at, so... I hope that this part you just listened to was cool, and I hope the next part is even cooler. Maybe I'll do a cliffhanger. I'll cut it in the middle of a conversation. No, I'm kidding. I won't Cut it in the middle of a sentence, and then they really have to come back and listen. Really leave you hanging. No, I'm sorry. I won't. I promise. (laughs) You already know I haven't done this. (laughs) Anyways, thank you for listening. You can send us an email at epiphany. You can't send us an email at our Twitter handle, but our Twitter (laughs) handle is at Epiphanies Pod, and our Instagram is also at Epiphanies Pod. And you can send us an email at. Who? Wow, emails. You can send us an email at episodeepiphanies at gmail.com. You got there. Good job. Also, while we're here, we have an iTunes review to read. Yes, our first iTunes review. Thank you. Mysterious Stranger from the Internet, you're the best. I don't think any of our friends have even left us a review yet. So Mysterious Internet Stranger, you're now our best friend. Thank you, swamp creature 123 Good name. Yeah. Uh, Who says, it's a good time. And I love that. I'm glad we're a good time. Oh, all I've ever wanted to be is a good time. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds weirdly dirty. Yeah, yeah, when I said it, I regretted it, but... Don't worry, I'm dating everyone who reads our podcast description, so it's fine. (laughs) This is a throwback to the Detentionnaire episode description. This is also a PSA that if you haven't been reading the podcast descriptions, Jesse writes a novel in each of those podcast descriptions (laughs) every week, and I love it. It's great. Read them. Thank you. And, yeah, thank you guys for listening. If you want to get your review read on our show, leave us one, and we will read it. Yes. Can't wait to see you guys next week for more Grey's Anatomy, which obviously you'll love because (laughs) you're smarter than both of us combined. See you next week! Bye. Bye!